Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Well, congratulations to the winner of the last elections in Ocean State. To be honest, as you know, I am non-partisan. I'm not a card-carrying member of any party. I'm a Nigerian. What the elections do show us in Ocean State is that votes do count if they're protected. The voice of the people does matter. And also, the people have a say in who gets to lead them. I hope that the fact that change occurred also did not elude or escape us. And we hope that those who have been entrusted potentially with the mantle of leadership for the next four years in Osho State will also remember that change is possible. That's the whole idea of democracy. As we keep going to the polls and showing that when we're not happy as a populace, as a people, with the way we've been led in the last four years, we will have a say. As we show up in the polls, change will begin to occur. Uh, I've used the word change how many times? Because that is what Nigeria needs. I've realized that people are fed up of the political parties, both APC and PDP, to be honest. They're not interested. Why should they be? So many people who are in PDP were in APC and who are in APC were in PDP. The truth is, People believe people just cross cap it and change their logos. Nothing changes, actually. When you look at it, it's difficult to disagree with those who say it's the same people in both parties. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to Voice of Change, and we'll be back after these messages. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Podcast. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today on iTunes and Spotify, and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and I'm more active on Instagram, at Jumoke Adenowo. Today, we're talking about transformation. The populace gets a transformation they're willing to pay the sacrifice for. When you let your vote be bought, when you take a bag of rice and some 5,000 naira, 20,000, 100,000, whatever it may be, when you put on a bishop's cassock, when you put on a pastor's garb to pretend to be what you are not, to deceive your fellow countrymen, it is obvious that you are not yet ready for transformation because you are part of the problem. I often repeat that our leaders are taken from amongst us. They are not imported from another country or from another planet. We basically get leaders that represent the demographic that we are. This is who we are. Apparently, we're corrupt people. Apparently, we're people who do not care. But the only reason why we make such a lot of noise is because we have not yet been exposed to the power that these leaders have been exposed to. All all the leaders who today are a problem to us and worse still, those who just surround them without any portfolio. Can I repeat that? Those who just surround them without any portfolio but have access to power. All that they're doing today are just what they were always prone to do. These are the propensities that we can see being displayed on a larger, broader scale. You see, power is amoral. It's not good or bad. 
it merely amplifies what is within the holder of power. Just like money is amoral, money is not evil, it's not good. It merely gives you an opportunity to display your wisdom or your foolishness at a much wider level. Transformation. It is possible. Transformation does not come with time. It comes with a definite decision and commitment to transform. It comes with a plan to transform. The only thing that grows with time is age. So a country growing from 1960 to now 60 years can actually transform backwards. And we have proven this in Nigeria because those who were here in 1960 can actually attest that Nigeria has moved backwards instead of forward. It took some people to move us backward in the private sector, in the public sector, the same kind of people. Some MDs rob their own company because their companies are publicly quoted. They take bribes from contractors who serve the company. They do all sorts of things to make sure that a greater share of the wealth comes to them even before it gets to the shareholders. These people, if allowed to be president, governor, local government chairman, will be exactly like the people they complain about today are. The leaders are taken from amongst us. Has it been possible at any time that any set of people actually achieve transformation? What did they do? I always use the example of Lee Kuan Yew. I actually visited Singapore for the first time over two decades ago just to go and see if what was said was true. In the year 2001, I got to Singapore to see and the first thing I noticed was that the fence to the house of Lee Kuan Yew could easily be scaled. He had no reason to be afraid of his people. There was no reason. They loved him. They knew what he stood for. It was a benevolent dictatorship, we might say, under Lee Kuan Yew. But that might bring us to the fact that perhaps we are not yet ready for the form of democracy that we practice. We're certainly not yet ready for a bicameral system where we have two houses. In my opinion, that we have two houses we're supporting the Federal House of Representatives and the Senate, we definitely are not ready to carry so many leaders in court that do so little for the country. We need to begin to rethink things. There's so many referendums we need to begin to go for in Nigeria now. The Constitutional Conference was not allowed to address the very fundamentals that should have been addressed. Perhaps it's time for yet another constitutional conference where now we actually address the issues we want to address, starting from true federalism to the structure of government, the real issues that are the elephants in the room. What are you going to be doing towards 2023? Everybody must have their own project, your own private project 2023. Yes. What is your own private project 2023? What are you going to do to make sure that in 2023, there's a quantum change? Who are you talking to? What is the initiative, your own private initiative? I want to leave you with this thought that you are on as a person. Are you going to get the young 18-year-olds all on your street to have a PVC? Are you going to make sure that the employees in that your startup all have PVCs? Are you going to hold town halls and debates within that your company every Thursday or once a month to talk about the state of the nation and make people find out and get statistics on what is really going on. What are you going to do to override this, our ethnic, religious, parochial tensions that we have and our wrong reasons for voting? 
What are you going to do as that painter paints your new building? As the laborer comes for his pay, what are you going to tell him? How are you going to educate him about who to vote for? Oh, he's from one state and he's going to vote for the person from that state to be president. Why don't you ask him why? What is the person's track record? Why do you think he can perform? Would you take an Uber driver simply because he's from your area or would you take him because he can drive? What kind of education are you going to begin to give to the people around you? We all now must take up the mantle of educating the populace. We are the ones closest to the grassroots. What are we doing? Engage the market woman. Engage your hairdresser. Engage your barber. Engage everyone. Educate everyone. It has now become your responsibility. If we must have change in 2023, it's up to you and it's up to me. I am doing my bit. What are you doing? See them fade about you.